0: Hey, church family, we are in 2 Chronicles chapter 4. So welcome to Daily Hope. Here we go. We're going to begin in verse 1 as we look at Solomon's continued efforts at the construction of his great temple. First one, Solomon also made a bronze altar 30 feet long, 30 feet wide, and 15 feet high. Wow. Let's just pause right there. And let's pause for a moment and reflect on the role and the purpose of altars that we see throughout the Bible. Biblical altars convey a number of meanings, but the central one is always as the place of slaughter, right? The place of blood sacrifice. The Hebrew word for altar comes from the same Hebrew word for slaughter, meaning that the central purpose of the altar is the place of blood sacrifice. Now, this altar would have been an imposing structure located right before you walk through the doors into the temple of God located in the inner court. And it's so important that we understand that before a person or a priest could go into um, the temple of God, they there was offering for sin that had to be made. Now, this altar took on a whole new level of meaning with Jesus's life. And we see that in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 11. Listen to this. Day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties again and again. He offers the same sacrifices right at, that, at this altar we're looking at, which can never take away sins. But when this priest, meaning Christ, had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. For by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. So what does this altar represent? It represents the cross, the place where Jesus would offer his own life as an atoning sacrifice to once and for all take away our sin. That's amazing. Now that's the full, the fulfilled meaning behind this altar. But this idea of altar and sacrifice continues to have meaning for us today as believers. Listen to how Paul reflects on this in Romans 12.1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies, your bodies, as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Now get this, in response, in view of God's mercy, what Jesus has done for us, we now make a sacrifice, a living sacrifice of our life. We no longer make sacrifices of our life for the purpose of our sin, but out of a response of gratitude and joy and love for what Christ has done for us. Now, I want to take this a little further. I want us to reflect on the fact that there was an original, a 1.0 version of this altar in the tabernacle that Moses built. It's recorded in Exodus 27 verse 2, it was seven and a half feet wide and seven and a half feet uh, long. So it was a square and it was four and a half feet high. Now compare that to Solomon's altar. I mean, Solomon would have worshiped at this altar that Moses had built up until we get to 2 Chronicles 4, 1, where it goes from seven and a half by seven and a half to 30 by 30. I mean, it's like Solomon was looking at all the grace and the favor on the Israelites, how he led them into the promised land and how he had blessed them and taken care of them and given them everything they needed. He's like, this altar is not good enough anymore. I need to build a 30 by 30 altar for, in response to what God has done for us. Here is the point. As God's grace and favor and mercy grows in our life, so should our altar grow alongside God's favor, right? Our altar represents our devotion and our worship to God in response to his grace and mercy. Let the altar, may the altar of our life grow. May our worship and our devotion grow as God's grace grows in us. God bless you and have a great day.